back in 1970, the price uh, per ounce of gold was roughly $240 an ounce. But by 1980, because remember the 70s were a really good run, by 1980, the, the, the price of gold per ounce was 2200 So it really shot up. But then by 2000, it dropped all the way back down to about 400 an ounce. And then today, it's back up to around 2000 Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us on the Financial Pathway Podcast with Nate Skelly, where we discuss important financial questions and give you practical advice to guide you on your financial journey. If you enjoy the podcast, consider subscribing and leaving us a review. You can also follow the Financial Pathway page on Facebook for more helpful financial tips and videos. Hey everybody, Happy New Year to you. Hopefully 2021 is treating you well so far. Looking forward to some some good things coming up here in 2021 with Financial Pathway. Going to be trying to make some upgrades and improvements with the way we get information out with the podcast and trying to be more active even with our Facebook page and just trying to give you as, as many helpful resources as possible and do it in the best way that we can. So thanks for joining me on this first episode of 2021. We're going to talk about uh, a topic that I, I think a lot of people wonder about, and that is this, is gold a good investment? Should I be invested in gold? Of course, gold's had a long track record of being a valuable commodity. It's been valuable much longer than many of our current forms of investment, whether it's our modern currencies or stocks or bonds. It's been around a long time. It's been valuable for a long time. And you're well aware of gold as an investment because you've heard the commercials. It doesn't matter if you listen to the radio or podcasts or TV. They're everywhere. You've heard the commercials about why you need to invest in gold, why gold's such a great idea. And of course, when somebody's trying to sell gold, of course, they're going to tell you that it's a great investment and they're going to sing its praises. But uh, let's try to be objective in this episode. Are there some benefits to investing in gold? Are there drawbacks? And let's weigh those two and try to answer that question of whether or not you should be invested in gold. Now, we're coming off a great year for gold as far as its returns. In 2020, gold returned roughly 24%. And gold historically has had some really strong runs with high returns, but it's also had some long periods where it's been somewhat stagnant or even regressed. So of course, over the long term, gold has risen in value over time, but the way in which it's done that has been sort of a stop, start, put it in reverse, speed forward, and uh, it's been somewhat unpredictable. Uh, now, our currency system today is no longer backed by gold, and you're probably already aware of that, and has not been backed by gold for quite some time. So a lot of the appeal of investing in gold is it would seem to make sense that if we live in a society where our currency is not backed by gold, and theoretically we could just continue to print money endlessly, then that money could become fairly worthless. And if you invest in gold, it will still be worth something because gold is always worth something. And, uh, and then after all, as the, the logic goes, if the monetary system collapses, again, you'll have something of value, something you can use to buy and sell, even if all your paper currency is now worthless. Now, a couple thoughts on that. If you're investing in gold because you're trying to uh, protect yourself against some sort of really worst case scenario, a monetary collapse, a sort of apocalyptic event for our financial system, then gold and silver, precious metals are probably not a good way to help 
protect against that specific type of scenario. And here's the reason. Uh, look at societies where currency has become worthless. Whether you want to go back to Weimar Republic and Germany back in the 1920s, you look at a country maybe more recently like Zimbabwe, which had hyperinflation and their currency basically became worthless. In those scenarios, do people start trading with gold and silver? Do they start going to the grocery store or the hardware store and pay with gold or silver coins? No, they don't. Uh, in fact, in that system, a really a barter society is what would take place. Uh, so really what's more valuable in a worst case scenario where a, a financial or a monetary system collapses, a better investment would be in like food and water and supplies and survival skills. That would come way more in handy in that sort of situation. So that's why if you're going to invest in gold, it would be better to use, uh, for instance, an ETF that would track the price of gold instead of owning physical gold, or at least that would be my advice to you. Now be aware, there's a lot of different gold investments, quote unquote, out there and, and gold funds, but some of those funds, like there's certain gold, quote unquote, mutual funds uh, that invest in gold mining operations, so that's different. So just be aware that if you're trying to invest in gold, uh, you probably wanna be looking for something that's tracking the price of gold, not necessarily investing in things that are tangential to gold. So just understand there's, there's different ways of investing in gold, but physical gold, like coins or gold bars, having those in your possession, that becomes, first of all, a security risk because you need someplace safe to put it and you know it's, it's physical. So whoever has it owns it. And so uh, just, just a security risk that goes along with that. And then it just makes it less efficient to liquidate, to transport. So here's what I'm saying. I know that this seems a little bit, it might seem a little bit off topic as we're talking about gold, but I think for a lot of people, the, 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 the appeal of investing in gold is they feel like, man, if things really go sideways, at least I'll have something I can use, something that's valuable. But again, I would say a better way to prepare for that situation is in the food, water supplies, survival skills. Those, are, those become more helpful in a scenario like that. So as Christians, we've got a line to toe here. We, need, we gotta be wise to prepare for the future and take precautions for a disaster scenario. I mean, I live here in Pensacola, Florida. We have hurricanes that would come through every now and then. We just had one back in September, and it gives you a little taste for why you need to take uh, necessary precautions because a hurricane comes through, power's out for several days, uh, there's no gas, all the gas stations are, are out, and power lines are down. And so, you know, for a few days at least, people are in a, a vulnerable state. And so it'd be wise to have a generator and some food and water saved up for a scenario like that. And there's other things that could happen. Uh, a viral a disease as we've seen in 2020 or a mass power outage. So I think there's wisdom in saying, all right, I'm going to have some provision, some store for a really bad scenario, but we can very easily cross the line from being wise and prepared to being fearful and paranoid. And we're not called to live a life where we're obsessed with all the worst case scenarios that are very, very unlikely to happen. And we can, we can be so obsessed that we'll fail to appreciate and enjoy the opportunities that are right in front of us uh, every day. So all that to be said is, all that to say, uh, an investment in gold, please don't use that as like your doomsday backup plan. To me, that's not a good use of investment in gold. Let's now walk through what are the pros and cons? What are the strengths and what are the shortcomings of investing in gold? Let's start with the good. 
So one of the good things about investing in gold is that it's a store of value. Uh, gold, as we've said, has retained its value for thousands of years, and that pattern is not likely to end anytime soon. Gold's always been worth something. It probably will be worth something for the foreseeable future. Another good thing about gold is that it has a low correlation to stocks and bonds. So the idea there is that the price of gold doesn't usually move in step with the stock market or with the bond market, and that's where most people have their money, in the stocks and, and bond market. And oftentimes the price of gold moves opposite. So the idea there is if your other investments are dropping and you have money in gold, well, then that can kind of help to soften the blow uh, because gold may be rising while those other things are falling. Another advantage of gold is that it's defensive in nature, so it's done well in times of crisis. If we look back at 2008, the last time gold had a really good uh, prolonged run was back in 2008 and the Great Recession because as the stock market was dropping and the housing market was dropping, gold looked like a lot more uh, appealing of an investment. So the demand rose and the price of gold jumped. The second most recent time where we really saw a prolonged stretch, a good run for gold was back in the 1970s. And of course, we, we know that in the 1970s, that was also another time of, of crisis with the oil embargo, with inflation being super high, and there's been a lot of uncertainty economically. So times where the rest of the market and traditional investments look uh, poor, that's where gold can do really well. And so it's had those times of, of growth and strong runs in the past. Now, what would be the downsides? Um, well, first of all, gold, we have to understand that gold's not an income-producing asset. What I mean by that is, uh, things like a bond pays interest. You own a bond, it's going to pay interest for the duration of the bond unless the um, unless the bond issuer defaults. And then real estate investment trusts, otherwise known as REITs, are investment uh, instruments that allow you to uh, profit from real estate. Um, and the inflows from that real estate investment trust get passed along to the investors in the form of a dividend. Many stocks pay dividends, and so the earnings of the company, some of those get uh, directed to the shareholders as a benefit for being a shareholder. So that's an income-producing asset. By owning that asset, you are receiving uh, a payment. But gold is not that way. It's not an income-producing asset. Uh, the only way you're going to make money off of gold is if the underlying value of the gold itself increases and you sell it at a profit. So that's a downside. Um, because gold is just there. It's not, it's not doing anything. It's not producing anything. It just is. It's also very volatile. So to, to really underscore how volatile gold has been, let's look at some numbers here. Back in 1970, the price uh, per ounce of gold was roughly $240 an ounce. But by 1980, because remember the 70s were a really good run, by 1980, the, the, the price of gold per ounce was 2200 so it really shot up. But then by 2000, it dropped all the way back down to about 400 an ounce. And then today, it's back up to around 2000 an ounce. So it's really been way up, way down, very volatile. So depending on when you invested in gold during that stretch of time, you could have done really well or you could have, you could have done really poorly. Another downside of gold is that its value is in its rarity. Not really in its usefulness because, again, gold is a precious metal, but it's not used in industry or manufacturing. People don't do anything with gold. It just is there, and it has value because it's rare. There's only so much of it in the world. Um, 
So again, it's not like a, a business, it's not like a bond, it's not like something that uh, has a continual source of, of, of uh, cash flow or an opportunity to really grow uh, exponentially. It's just there, it's just a store of value. Another downside potentially is higher tax consequences. There are some higher tax uh, rules for uh, trading with precious metals like gold. So if you have your gold in a taxable account or just, just in physical gold, you could be looking at some higher taxes because of that. So that's a downside. And then the last downside I want to point out is just its historical return when compared to stocks and bonds. Because again, for most people investing in their 401k, their IRAs, their monies are their, their money is in mainly stocks and bonds. There's other instruments out there, but those are the big ones. When we compare gold to how stocks and bonds have done over the last 35 years, uh, the picture becomes pretty clear. So from 1985 until the end of last year, gold's return has been about 3.2%. Meanwhile, U.S. bonds have returned 4.1%. Uh, REITs, real estate investment trusts, have returned 8.5%. U.S. stocks, 9.5%. And when you factor in compound interest, that really becomes a huge difference over time. So if the goal is growth, if you're trying to grow your money over time, then gold's not likely to outperform equities, not likely to outperform stocks over the long term. I'm not saying it's impossible, because it's certainly possible, but it's not likely. So if you're going to have some of your money in gold, it's going to be likely to dampen the growth potential that you could have gotten by putting it somewhere else. Um, now, if you have a little bit of money in gold, maybe your portfolio is going to be less volatile. Maybe it won't have as extreme drops um, when the market's down, but over the long term, it probably won't have as high of a return either. Now, if the goal of investing for you is income, if you're trying to have a, a uh, a bucket of money here that you're pulling from on a continual basis to provide income, then again, gold here is probably not um, the most helpful instrument to, to for that goal. Because remember, gold does not produce income. So therefore, if you're going to be pulling money from your portfolio that's in gold, then you would need the gold to be increasing in value so that you could realize some of that profit and pull income. Otherwise, you're, you're just uh, drawing down the value little by little. But other assets like bonds and dividend-paying stocks, because they are income-producing, are usually better suited for an income portfolio. So does gold ever make sense, though? Does that mean gold? nobody should ever hold gold, that gold has no value in a portfolio? No. Let me give you two instances where gold can help and, and some potential benefits of having gold. First of all, uh, if, if one of the go goals of your portfolio is to minimize volatility, in other words, if, if there's uncertainty and there's a drop in the market, I don't want it to I don't want my portfolio to drop very far. I want to soften that blow as much as possible. By having some of your money in gold, that's going to help to do that because usually again in times of crisis, a big drop in the market, gold a lot of times is going up during those times. so that would help to soften the blow. Um, also, if the goal is preservation. So so the idea there being, well, I'm not trying to grow this portfolio, I'm not trying to like get the best return possible, and I'm not really concerned about needing to get a, a significant percentage in income yearly, I'm just trying to save it from dropping in value, then again, gold could help provide diversification and reduce the risk by having different asset classes 
it keeps uh, it, it keeps the portfolio um, stronger and 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 helps to preserve the value. So um, so that that's that that would be my my brief summary of gold as an investment. Honestly, for most of the folks that I would talk to, I would say gold's probably not for them, that there are other alternative asset classes that are more beneficial. However, in some cases, I think gold can be helpful for the reasons I just outlined, but usually not a significant portion of your portfolio. In most cases, we're looking at 2 3 4 5% in gold. We're not looking at having half or a third of, of your money in gold. That would be, uh, to me, not... not uh, not a wise use or, or not a, a wise allocation. Um, now I understand it's a very t complicated topic, a lot more we could say on it, but I just want to kind of give the highlights there. Of course, if you do have questions about gold or just precious metals in general and whether or not they're a good idea, feel free to reach out to me and I, I, I can talk more on that. So that's going to do it for our first episode of 2021. Look forward to putting out some more helpful episodes on a wide variety of topics. Thanks so much for being a part. Please check out our Facebook page if you haven't already. We're going to try to be more active with some videos, uh, just uh, posts, visuals, and giving you some good information on all aspects of investment and personal finance. Well, have a great day, and I'll see you on the next episode.